So yeah, I want to. Uh, does anybody want a quick uh, uh, recap what happened last time? Uh, sure. We fought bandits. You guys got your asses kicked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were. Fine. You you were there too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I wasn't. You were there I, too, and yet we got our asses kicked. Yep, that's because we're smart. Okay. It's Let's nice to know see. that you would have looted our bodies, though. So well, the I, notes think, that I, I want to honor your memory by carrying your shit. <laughs> so the notes that I have are, it looks like I just stopped like pretty soon into it, which, you know, I feel a little guilt of after maybe, but uh, we are formerly of a group of uh, people called uh, Tom's Mercenaries. Uh, we were in service to uh, uh, Lord Martinet, uh, but Lord Martinet, for some reason, decided to besmirch our good name and uh, thusly our small mercenary band was completely scattered to the four winds and the uh, four of us? There's four of us, right? Four of us. Five of us with Errol. Little Sebastian. So six. Okay, so the six of us um, have come to this small town, which this is where my notes end. Pale Bank, Pale Bank Village. Uh, what was it again? Pale Bank. Pale Bank Village. So we got to Pale Bank Village and uh, come to find out that there is there was someone that died by turning into an ice statue. It's very sad. Um, turns out <laughs> that this man was a an, an adventurer that had recently gone to a particular location whose name I'm losing right now. The island of Isilcross. The island of Isilcross brought some stuff back, and we are thinking that that might have been the cause of the weird sickness that he encountered or fell His name was uh, his name was Ergon Went, I believe. Thank you. Yeah, and we were we were hired by this Elro Eldonther. Is that his name? Uh, yeah, Elro. I can't remember his last name off the top of my head, but that's close. Oh, um, yeah, and then um, we uh, we went to the hut of a, of a female elf whose name's me, I can't remember. Dwarf. Excuse me? Dwarf. Dwarf, sorry. Named, let me scroll through and find it here. Tolgi. There it is. Yeah, that's right. Yep, I do have it written there. And um, she was uh, also uh, exhibiting early signs of some kind of uh, strange uh, freezing sickness. Mm-hmm. And um, D, I believe, this is the conclusion that um, actually it was D and uh, Scratches basically came to the conclusion that uh, a dagger that she had in her possession that she uh, stole from Ergon Wentz's cabin was probably cursed. And then we found out that she, I think, uh, actually looted uh, several items from there and split them with her sister. Correct. And her sister was currently... Uh, Hanging out in some place called Croker Cave. Yes. And so we decided to go there. We went to Aragon's cabin 
And we searched around there. We didn't find much. And there was a elf guard outside who uh, pointed us in the direction of Elk's Curiosities Shop. Yes, you went to Pelks because you did find a receipt. Among, oh, yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. And it was for, a, there was a dagger, a scroll case. Um, I can't remember what else there was. There were several items. I think there were five in total, including that that um, Tolgi had. And um, so we went to check out the curiosity shop. And uh, there were some bandits in there. And there's theirs. And I kicked up the uh, kicked the door in, and uh, we took them on, and um, they kicked our asses. It did not go in our favor. And then, uh, well, how many of you guys died? None. How many of them died? A couple. For yeah, I, mean, I think three or four. Smashing success. It was a smashing success. I think uh, 20 of them died easily. <laughs> with D roll 20, which uh, did a horrible, horrible thing to, uh, to a bandit. It was awesome. It I was pretty awesome. Throats. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, yeah, that was tasteful, too. So, and yes, he still escaped. <laughs> or did he? I can't remember. Oh, he did. Out by now. So, um, and then um, someone managed to follow them. Was it Barnaby? Had a crow? Errol. Oh, that's Errol. right. Um, and um, we were able to determine that the surviving bandits were heading rapidly west, also in the direction of this Croker cave. And then we were we decided that we would probably pursue them, but we were uh, real beat up, and so we needed to rest up before we continued. And I think that's as far as we got. Yes, uh, the only thing that I would point out is uh, Barnaby. Remember, you identified the dagger. Yes, it's a. Uh, it's actually plus one it's, dagger. Uh, that's all. Is yeah, it's not her level one. Oh, I'm the one who has the dagger, though. Yes, you oh, yeah. have it. But Barnaby identified it. Oh, so, so, it, so it's not a it's not a cursed dagger plus seven. It's, Based it's... off of the investigation that uh, into the dagger, I was not able to determine that it was cursed. It still does the plus seven stuff, Jenny. But our assumption that, that it was so I can, so I can yeah. say ornate dagger. Or just yes. plus one dagger, yeah. Okay. You can call Fred if you want to. Ah, and you can call me Al. You can call me Al. Okay. Fuck Chevy Chase. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, I want to take it back to y'all are standing around in Pelk's Curiosity Shop with a couple of bodies laying around you. Mm -hmm. Oh, and you did find, uh, remember Pelk? You found Pelk, and Pelk is also frozen at this point. Yeah. Yes. I would like to look through the store and see if I can find anything of note. Okay, we did that last time. But... The store itself? I, would... yeah. I mean, like, oh, Let's I can't the bodies. You Let's did that last time. Did we loot the bodies? Yes, yes. you did. That's where we got yeah, the dagger. Got... Oh, that's no, no fun. We got some gold off, didn't we? Oh, or silver, I think we got off. Silver. Yeah, we got a very little bit of silver. So we're standing around the shop. What are we doing? 
I feel like we had the sense that we were kind of done with Pelk's curiosity shop. Was there? Well, sure. There... Okay. I guess, I guess if I'm going to you want the nose here, guys, um, yeah. are you just going to leave a pile of bodies lying around or are you going to tell somebody before you go to sleep? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, that's an excellent. You are in the middle of town still. That's yeah. I, it's that, that kind of stuff is hard to remember sometimes because. I'm not looking at a dead body. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, what's the, um, what was it? It's not the, what's the, what's the name of the local, local constabulary again? It's like the glass blades, yeah. glass blades. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, should, should, okay. So, um, was should there... we go back to the, uh, to that glass blade guard at the cabin? Uh, that's kind of on the exact kitty quarter end of town. You can certainly probably find a, uh, Last blade, or find uh, Errol at uh, the town hall. I say we find Errol just to make sure that I don't want to. Let's find Errol. Yeah. Okay. And if we run yeah, into the last blade, I'll wait. Notify the relevant authorities. Okay. We can fast play that. I just wanted to to see how that was going to go. If you guys were going to decide to just walk away from some bodies. Uh, so, so yeah, you uh, uh, find Errol and. Uh, he uh, uh, tells you guys that you look like you're beat to shit, and he'll go check it out. Um, at this point, he's taking you at your word as to what happened. Um, he's going to go go check out Pelts, but you guys are free to go uh, get a good night's sleep. Oh, you know, I it might it might be worth it uh, to ask them if ask Carol if uh, once when he's done with his investigation, if he recognizes them because we have the. F- because we have an assumption that they might be connected to some of the goings on in relevant in reference to the sickness. Oh. Okay, so. uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, uh, Errol says uh, I will meet you guys at the the inn for breakfast tomorrow and follow up with you on on my investigation here. But you guys really look like you could use some rest. Thank you very much. Okay, so you guys return to. Where you are staying, which is the only game in town, which is called... Ooh, man, can it be called the only game in town? That is a great, great name for an inn in a small-ass town. I like it. Why not? We'll change that. Yeah. It's, it's actually called the Jolly Dwarf, colon, the only game in town. <laughs> <laughs> and it's run by a really hot dwarf lady. Nice. The downstairs of this inn features a large tap room. A gray-haired dwarf behind the bar greets you cheerfully as you enter. A hot uh, gray, gray-haired dwarf. Yeah, because they've got the only game in town. <laughs> uh, uh, that's Arl. You know him. Uh, yeah, you guys are welcome to just go straight to get dinner and, and go straight to your rooms if you want. Okay, well, yeah, I think that Barnaby yeah. is more beat up than he's probably ever been in his entire life. He's dealing with it with a certain amount of stoicism, but... He is also not very interested in socializing for the rest of the evening. Yeah, Coleman's also really beat up and embarrassed, so he just wants to. We're going to assume that your uh, uh, rooms were, uh, since this is the, the same day that we started on, uh, you guys had already booked rooms for the night. They're already paid for. That's not going to come out of any funds. We're not going to worry about that right now. Cool. Scratch so, yeah. go have a drink. <laughs> Um, what are you going to drink? Um, I'm going to drink a, a great big tankard of ale. 
Great big tanker to veil, so like a tall boy. Uh, that's going to be uh, three copper pieces. It's too bad I couldn't have used my excellent sleight of hand to uh, to make them think that I'd you know, given them money. You can attempt it. Oh, she'll get uh, us. She'll get us. I mean, oh, hell. Yeah, do you, do you really want to get in trouble over one beer? No. Just give me a big tanker to, tanker to veil. Yeah. I can't recall. Uh, what what gender does Scratches identify as? He's a cat. Cat gender. <laughs> okay, he's but so Scratches. He. Scratches is a he. Okay. I would like to sit next to Scratches and drink, and I would like to order a very large mug of milk. A large mug of milk. Uh, milk is. Uh, I mean, you're in the far north, down to cows. That's going to be two copper. Got it. It's cheaper than it probably wouldn't be cheaper than beer, but we're gonna make it cheaper than beer here. Okay. Okay. So, uh, um, doesn't drink milk. Barnaby and Coloman go straight to bed. Yeah. Probably okay. have a drink That's before going to bed, but I'm gonna be okay. pretty much in my room. Okay, that sounds good. I'll say the two of you are sharing a room. I'll say all four of you are sharing a small end. Nah. Trying to save money. Um, yeah. So, is there anything you want to happen while you're drinking your ale and milk, or uh, perhaps we want? should ch- chat to the bartender about the goings on in town and see if we can get, catch any gossip? Sure, sure. Um, yeah, he was uh, uh, at the funeral today uh, too. Did you have any specific questions for him? Um. I don't know. Dee's the smart one. I'm sorry. What was the uh, what was the question? You're chatting up the bartender. Oh, yes. Um, sorry. I was I was at doing math to buy my milk. Um. <laughs> um so I, I guess. Trick. <laughs> um. Uh. I, I I would I guess I would you know just start saying so um. Uh, have you like uh, how's the town dealing with uh. With all with all this uh, sickness going around, um, I would say that that one thing you would remember. I know it's been a few days. Yeah. Um, is that the only person that the general town knows has been sick is uh, uh the one that had the funeral today. Oh right, 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 right. Um. So shall we ask instead? Um, you know what was uh, what was, what's his name? Who died? Uh, Ergon? Ergon. Ergon. So what was Ergon doing before this happened? Was he in good health? Was he... I don't know. Uh, yeah, tell uh, us about the dearly, dearly Departed. Yeah, tell us about the Dearly Departed. Oh, Ergon, uh, uh, you know, he wasn't uh, a regular around here, but he popped in from time to time. Um, yeah, he was, uh, uh, as I'm sure you've heard, uh, had recently been exploring Iselcross. Before mm-hmm. he, he became sick. Did that happen much around here? People go up to Isilcross just on a whim? I mean, this is the, the nearest port, so anybody anybody looking to head there comes through here, but it's not a super frequent thing. Okay. Did he ever have any really cool stories when he came back? Um, sure, but, you know, big fish stories. I, I don't know if I put a whole lot of stock in... in in them. 
what stood out to you as a big fish story? I'd love to hear it. Um, I didn't mean to put the DM on the spot. I really was just curious. <laughs> uh yeah he was just always talking about all the all the uh artifacts and and stuff that he was finding in this sunken city or crashed city or something like that that's so cool you see like the glint of my glasses just sparkle at this at the word artifact mm. um interesting um how did, does the i mean was he was he pretty well liked in town I never had a problem with him. Cool. Um, interesting. Uh, and then, uh, what what was the guy's name? The 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 guy who hired Ergon. Uh, Errol. 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 Errol Flynn. That's right. Um, tell me about Errol. He seems like a real outgoing kind of guy. Uh, you know, he's kind of uh the point man around here. What does that mean? It means he's in charge. Um. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't really know what you want to know. I will stop asking questions. Okay. Okay. I drink my milk. Colin, would you say that Colin joins uh, Barnaby in a smoke? No, no, Colin, Colin, there's no way he would. He was in far too bad a shape, and he would have been completely humiliated, considering oh. he's been a uh, a soldier for 30 years. And is and is only a level one fire. <laughs> so, so the, hu- the humiliation, the humiliation of being defeated by by so badly defeated by just bandits would be too much for him. So he'd be just hiding away. I think that if if he's amenable to, to it, Barnaby would say we we gave more than we than we took. I think and uh, we walked away from it. That's the important part. So. so um... Uh, is there a little, trying to think of a subtle way to maybe ask the bartender about uh, bandits in the area? And... Um, I would say you don't have to be terribly subtle about it. He'd say, uh, "Yeah, this is the the northern frontier. It, it attracts all kinds of unsavory folk. We've been we've been dealing with bandits for mm. before my time." Hmm. Yeah, I don't have. I, I'm out of ideas, Steve. I have nothing else I can think of to ask. Uh, I go upstairs and hit the hit the hay. Okay. I stay up a little too late reading and then do the same thing. <laughs> okay, you guys, uh, uh, I'll get a a long rest in. Right. Uh, so yeah, you're pretty much uh, uh, as far as everything is everything's completely restored. All your hit points, all your spell slots. Okay. Um, yeah, there's at this point in the game, there's nothing that doesn't get restored on a long rest. Okay, so you uh, awaken to the smell of coffee brewing the next morning. Solomon makes his way down the stairs into the uh, the main tavern mm-hmm. and sits himself down. The uh, uh, coffee is included with. Uh, you can get some some cheap porridge for a co- uh, copper if you want some breakfast. Oh, it's a continental breakfast. Oh. Yeah, he'll take both of those. He orders both of those. So that's going to cost me what? One copper. One, one copper? I can go yep. Okay. And as you guys are, are doing your thing, uh, uh, Errol walks in and joins you. 
I'm assuming you guys told him about the the frozen corpse of of Pelk yes. before. Yeah. Oh he, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so uh, uh, yeah, he sits down and says, "Yeah, looks like your your story checks out." Did you? I guess what did you tell Errol? Did you tell him the things you found out from uh, Thule? Yeah, I think that um, I think that since he's the one who hired us, uh, giving pretty pretty much giving him the information mm-hmm. that that we have would be beneficial, if only just to see if that some of that might jostle lose some more details. Okay, agreed. Um, he says, "Yeah, we've been hearing about." Uh, Bandits hanging out at Croker Cave. Uh, they're they're mostly uh, in the service of the Udala family. Hmm. Udala family. U T T O L O T. What are they about? Oh, they're a fairly uh, well-off family from down about. They're they're from uh uh out of Uthadern. Um, would I be able like would I know anything about that family name? Um, why don't you give me a yeah? Why don't you give me a history check? Eight, eight. Um, yeah, I I would say you would know just being Cobalt Soul. Yeah. Uh, I would say you would know that yeah they a fairly affluent family with all kinds of shady dealings out of Uthadur. But beyond that, you don't know any of the uh, specifics a whole lot beyond that. Thank you. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, you told him you were setting up for uh, uh, Croker Cave? Yeah, is there anything? Uh, and one asks him if there's anything we need to know about Okay. Uh, have you heard how it got its name? No. No. Croker Cave gets its name from its resident giant ice frogs. Giant ice, ice frogs? frogs. Yeah. So those are something to worry about. Yeah, jeez. Wow. Uh, well, uh, I'm going to fight some ice frogs. And he would tell you that... Uh, um, as one might assume with giant ice frogs, they're pretty adapted to the cold. Yeah, we'll be fine. I wonder if we're we equipped to deal with uh, these um, ice beasties. Because I have a feeling we're going to be running into many ice beasties. And if we should possibly be tooling up somehow. Yeah, I was, if there's anywhere I... in this. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, that's okay. I was going to say, could I roll a nature check to see if I know uh, about the ice frogs and, like, how we could prepare? Sure. Okay, nature check is... Ah, fuck. Uh, ten. Sounds like they're giant frogs who are immune to ice. Okay, guys, we let's let's try to melt them. There we go. Yep. There is... Is there any, um, kind of, uh, store here that we could uh, equip or check out weapons uh, that could, could aid us in this? Honestly, uh, uh, for anything beyond what you guys are already packing, I mean, there are a few places you could get 
you know, short swords or daggers or more arrows and stuff like that. If you were looking Hello. pretty <clears throat> less mundane, it was probably pelks. And well, you oh, guys really, saw that place. Really, probably the best thing we we could have was probably tinderbox. Uh, he says, "I I did I did bring uh uh this along for you." And he says, I expect it back if you don't use it. But he puts uh, one common healing potion on the table. Hmm. Common one. Why don't you hold on to that just in case? Good idea. So, uh, yeah, and he gives you uh, some more specific directions on how to get to Croker Cave. Okay. Um, Coleman has another question about... um, Passage to Iselcross and um, how that's accomplished from uh, Pale Bank. There are there are uh, uh, boats that leave from here infrequently, and uh, uh, I mean, enough gold okay. will get you just about anywhere around here. Okay. That's what I was wondering, just if there was a ferry or some such. There isn't a regular ferry, but uh, uh, like uh, your. There are expeditions that go there semi-regularly. It's a uh, there. There are okay. some settlements there. There are people there permanently, so there is trade back and forth. Okay, good to know. Is anybody equipped with anything that is um, uh, remotely heat generating or fire generating? See, that's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to figure out here. Um, I don't want to go fight ice frogs until we. Because uh, I'd be happy with a tinder box. <laughs> To be honest with you. But oh well. I mean, you all more of our, our spell folks. Hold on, where's my? Just about every but every pack comes with five torches to start with. There will be torches. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've got, got oh. I've got a tender box. So do I. I should probably just look at and a candle. Bag. Look at my damn bag. Yeah. So do I. I want a okay. sensor. I want a can, of, I want a can of aerosol. <laughs> we'll light my block of incense on fire and we'll and we'll pray them away. Okay. That's not gonna help. Alright. That's good. Where's the flaming Ice. sword when we need one? Ice frogs. Uh, this is gonna be bad. Alright. Let's go kill some ice frogs. Fuck <laughs> yeah, dude. Well you gotta figure if there's uh if there's bandits in the cave, they probably have a way around the uh around the ice frogs, right? What's- Frogs are tiny. It's fine. It'll They're be giant fine. ice frogs. Oh, giant ice frogs. Damn. Okay. All right. Let's go. Okay. You guys head out. Okay. Yeah, we we're heading towards Croker uh, Cave. I would say uh, um, traveling goes pretty smoothly. It's it's uh, you probably travel for about an hour out of the village. Uh, before you come up on on what Errol described as the area uh, containing the cave, and would someone like to give me a uh, perception check? Ooh, am I good at perception? Let me see. I bet you are. Um, perception. Ah, oh, it's just a plus two, but that's not terrible. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Go for it. There we there go. go. Oh. That's not good, is it? No, it's oh. not. Um, so yeah, I would say that uh, uh, even with that, I would say you notice uh, uh, some uh, 
uh, tracks on the ground. It looks like people have been coming and going from this area. Okay. So people survived the giant ice frogs, clearly. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I would say, uh, yeah, you guys uh, uh, come up. Uh, uh, yeah, how do you approach the cave entrance? Oh, uh, I oh, say actually, we, we don't to be approach honest, the cave. Okay. Yeah, cave I, I would, so you I would, identify um, where the cave entrance is. I'll say you are uh, a couple hundred yards away from where you believe the cave entrance to be, but you've identified where you believe the cave entrance is. Cool. Is there anything in the immediate vicinity that um, would provide cover to us? Uh, yeah, you guys the... are in some uh, not real thick uh, uh, forest cover, but there are some trees around and uh, some some small rolling hills. I, I definitely... uh, Coleman suggests that we uh, we we wait a while here and observe. That's one of my favorite things to do too. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and I think that would like that. Uh, I'm, I'm willing to, going to put it too obviously, but I think what Barnaby would like to contribute with this then is uh, he is going to warg into Errol and just um, have Errol fly up above and kind of give give kind of a topographical view of the area as well. Okay, give me. Uh, how long are you guys going to sit there and watch? Oh no, half an hour. Yeah, I was going to say twenty minutes, half an hour. Yeah, yeah, I think enough time just to kind of get get a sense of the area and the terrain and like. So, uh, give me a perception check as your. Uh, hey, there's some good rolls. Nineteen. Uh, okay. Good. gets a nineteen on his perception check. So with that, uh, I would say, uh, yeah, you, you, with Errol, mark exactly where the entrance to the cave is. Uh, you don't see any guards. You don't spot anyone uh, scouting around in the immediate vicinity besides you guys. Uh, you do see from back in the side of the hill back away, uh, you see uh, some smoke coming out of a crack in the rock, what looks like a natural chimney. Hmm. Um, hmm. Yeah, and with a 19, you would bet that uh, maybe you could get down the chimney, but probably not, and definitely not your larger compatriots. Okay. So you, you yeah, with a 19, you get that the only way you're through that main entrance in the front. I'll give you that. That's yeah. That's that's very helpful. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm a cat. Cats fit anywhere. You could try to go down the lit chimney that has smoke coming out of it. You're welcome to try that. I'm not that reckless. Okay. <laughs> I think it. I, I think it looks um, calm and satisfied that it looks uh, the approach looks safe enough. So, do we do we approach, or do we not? Hell yeah, let's go on in. Okay. Okay. This is this is what we did at the at the at the shop. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, that's okay. It, like D and D's a contact sport sometimes. Yep. Okay. We charge the cave. 
Do you charge? Okay, we, oh, oh, of course yeah. we no, no, we don't charge the cave. How do you, how do you we, approach the cave entrance? We gingerly approach the cave entrance. Are you, are you maybe stealthily approach the yes. cave entrance? Stealthily, yes. Okay. Uh, yes. I'm, I'm wearing chainmail, though, so I don't think I can be very stealthy. I was going to say, if we're stealthing, I'm going to stealth from probably 15 feet behind everybody else, if not more. Maybe 30 feet. Me, everybody give me a stealth check. Hot damn, I'm rolling good tonight. Can't wait to watch all these 16s and 18s just disappear on me. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. I've got, I'm incredibly stealthy. This is going to be great. Yeah, exactly. We should really just start we should start sending uh, wow, whiskers what ahead. Yep. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better if I rolled a two, you would still would have gotten double my double my result. Oh wow, I suck. <laughs> okay, these are our group stealth checks here. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Damn. I rolled a, I rolled a two. So that averages to an eleven. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> Eleven's not bad. It's not Does good. Does it help that bad. I said I waited thirty feet back? Give me a marching order, guys. What order are you going in? So it's going to be scratches out front to okay. uh, be top eyes and also be stealth frontness. Even uh, though I rolled an eight on stealth. <laughs> it's, I think, D behind. Uh, no, actually, we want D in the back, don't we? I would have been in the back. I, I waited purposely 30 feet behind y'all. Yeah. So Coleman in second. I guess that puts me third. Okay, Colobin said he was waiting in the back too. So are you sending are you sending scratches in front of everybody alone? I uh, think that doesn't so. Make, that doesn't make sense, does it? Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess Colobin can go. I guess Colobin can run. So the question to the group right now is who went first? Is that right? Am I yeah, I'm, looking, I'm looking for a marching order going into the cave. Okay. I figured it I was. Worked. It was Scratches, yes. Barnaby, uh, Coleman, and D, I believe. Okay. I think that Barnaby is very interested in training spots with Coleman, but here we are for now. <laughs> Who would you like? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, Coleman's kind of interested in trading places, too. Oh, great. Oh, no, this is perfect. Okay. So here's what we have. You get up there, you send scratches a little bit in front to the entrance of the cave. Uh, and this is what you see. Um, and I'm going to put you guys in this order. Thank you. Here's a dumb question, but how dark is It's dim light right now. Are you <laughs> carrying any light sources with you? I am a light source. Dark vision. Dark vision. Okay, then you don't need to worry about it. I think that um, so as we as we start getting closer to the cave, uh, Barnaby is going to cast light on his magnifying glass so that right. it, it's almost like a little spotlight that he's got. And um, he's going to kind of like have his hand over the light so he can kind of control how much light is going out. Okay, so you're kind of improvising a, a bullseye um, lantern? Yeah, yeah, if, if that's okay. cool with you. Uh, that is, uh, you're, if you're, you enter combat, you're going to have to do something different. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, no question. Because I'm going to need to be filling that big old light source around now. Yeah. 
Slow dripping of water sounds out where it falls from stalactites down into a murky pool that fills the rough tunnel ahead. Every few moments, a loud croaking sound sounds out from somewhere in the darkness beyond. Uh, you guys see a uh, 25-foot-long heavy wooden beam laying against the wall on the south end of the pool. So that's just about long enough crossing this uh, crossing this. <clears throat> okay. Question, how deep is the pool? Mm, give me a perception check. Okay. Oh my god. This is full great. Of, Got an 18. Full of giant ice frogs deep. Um, it's Deep enough that the shorter two members of the party would be up to their shoulders. Okay. So this this looks like a swim to Barnaby. This isn't I'm gonna get my, my ankles a little wet. Yeah, you're definitely gonna get wet. Um cat mm. uh, cat. How long would it take a strapping man like Coloman to um to traverse that? Yeah, with your heavy chainmail armor. Well, I would t- take my chain armor. I would take my. I would have to take my chainmail armor off. Obviously, I will. I can swim. I got, I've got a, armor. I've got a plus six on athletics, and I've got uh, plus eight on acrobatics. Okay, so to answer the first question, uh, Coleman, you could. Uh, I would say since you don't have a swim speed, it would be difficult terrain. You could get it done in a turn. My idea is to attempt is for Coleman to make it over to this uh, wooden beam and then uh, try and move that wooden beam back over towards you guys. And then the rest of you can cross over with that. You're going to have to probably uh, get your feet wet in the last five feet or so. But Could I, could I pick up like a small rock and I look at everybody, it's like, should I throw a rock in first to see if anything goes after the rock? If you don't, I will. Okay, I'm throwing a rock. Okay. Flop. Okay, go on in. Batter up. Don't worry. Don't worry, Coleman. We'll be right over here. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'm just getting this bad feeling. It's like, oh, here we go again. Okay. Um. All right. Coleman is going to attempt to make it down to here. <laughs> Silence. Hey, can you move yourself to where you're trying to go? Yeah, that's this is this is where I'm gonna go. You're gonna go right there. Okay, cool. Uh, so that does uh, reveal some more of the cave. Let me reveal some more area. And I do have dark vision to sixty feet. You uh, uh, got through there uh, without too much incident. Uh, we'll say okay. just the way line of sight works. Yeah. Uh, and you want to attempt to uh, drag the, the board back across right where you were? Uh, yeah, maybe if I could do it at like, you know, this kind of angle, like towards Barnaby is like from where I am right now towards Barnaby or towards um 
uh, scratches so, if that'll work. So yeah, I will. I will give you that or to where scratches is. Is yeah, dra- if you take it to where scratches is, you can can. Let's, uh, let's put it towards scratches because scratches because scratches can make it across there, pretty damn sharp with the uh, acrobatics, yeah. etc. So, yep, so he's pretty nimble. Uh, so let's do that. Okay. And do I I need a strength? Do you need me to? Uh, do no, athletics this, this or anything. Uh, this has pretty clearly been designed to be used for this uh, uh, purpose. Okay. So yeah, I would say that that uh uh yeah, it's not overly cumbersome. It's it's something that you can actually see kind of uh drag marks uh on the shore on each end. Yeah. yeah plus he could use the res- he could use the resistance of the water to float it too. So Yeah, it's it's and it's only a twenty five foot board. It's not yeah. Okay. Okay, so I do that. I extend it from the the dry shore where I am to the dry shore at Scratches' feet. Okay. And Great. yeah, you can all use that to cross to the south bank. Uh, again, this is the purpose it has been uh, put there for, uh, and you are all adventure-ready folk. Uh, I don't need any sort of checks to, to walk across a board. Okay. The very weak party member says, thank you, kind, omnipotent DM. Yeah. You guys do that easily. So, uh, okay, you're going into that room. I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're we're gathering on this shore here. Uh, we're we're gathering like yeah, like really basically like so kind of yeah. There, kinda, you feel better now. <laughs> well, uh, you can go wherever. Yeah, okay, that's where you all are. Okay, cool. uh, yeah. Where do you wanna? What do you wanna do? You got uh, the the uh, room to the east and the room to the or the tunnel to the south. Oh well, I'd like to. Uh... I'd like to call out the old rule of uh, just follow the left-hand wall. Agreed. Great. Tell us about this uh, about this room to the east, Cam. Okay. And is this the order you're at on the far shore? Uh, sure. Okay. Yep. Okay. I think no. I would like to trade no. B if I'm being honest. I mean, it's like as soon as we get into actual like movement, like we'll be able to move around. Okay. Sure. So and many this places. This is the room we're looking at. Yes. Okay. This cavern reeks, and its floor is covered with bat guano. Hmm. <laughs> as uh, your light swings around, and as you guys uh, argue over who should be standing where, <laughs> you wake up. A giant bat. Not just a giant bat. A vampire. A lone giant bat. A swarm of bats. Shit. Roll for initiative. All right. Oh, boy. Do these seem to be strange, monstrous, and uh, unusual bats, or just straight-up bats? They look like pretty regular bats. Cool. Oh uh, yeah, so uh calm. Uh yeah. a swarm of giant bats uh mills around the ceiling. They are about uh ten feet up. Ten feet up? Uh, yeah, so you okay. could reach them if you went and stood next to them. Or I, uh, I could throw my hand axes, could I not? You sure could. Are they attacking? Uh, 
They are uh, aggressiving. Yeah. Okay. Okay, it's a twenty-one. Okay. And then I have a one. one. Uh, I guess I'll roll it in here. Two. So that's plus your proficiency bonus, which is three. Yes. So you do five damage. Oh, okay. And do you want to move or do anything? I will move out to... I'll move out about five feet, but I'll hang by the wall. Cool. Uh, you notice the floor... Um, scratches, your turn. Okay. Um, I'm going to pull my rapier. Okay. Cam, what did you say about the floor? It is slippery with bat poo. Mm, okay. That's not good. Um, all right, so I'm going to pull my rapier, and uh, I guess I'll attack. What is up with this tonight? Damn. Uh, wow. It does not hit, I'm afraid. No, it does not. Okay. You're, just, you're probably just going to hang there and call that your yeah, I'm going to hang there and call that my turn. Okay. Barnaby. Just so I can... Uh, I'm not necessarily moving yet. I'm just going to put my token in places, and I'm going to ask some questions if that's okay. Yeah. Uh, if I'm standing over here, um, I probably don't have a clean shot to the bats, right? Not have a line of sight from there, no. Okay, cool. So this is about as far away from the bats as I can get. Um, oh! Okay, no, that's good. I, this is exactly where I want to be because it needs probably needs to be in my square in order to attack, so that'll provoke attacks of opportunity from those guys. I'm going to cast Magic Missile. That was a long okay. way to say hey. that. Um, so Magic Missile auto hits. Oh, wait, actually, do I want to do that? I'm going to toll the dead instead. I'm going to make the... Oh, the dead! I'm gonna, uh, so I'm gonna make the bats make a wisdom saving throw or take a certain amount of damage from the sound of bells. Have they been hit? Uh, yes, they have. Excellent. Um, you said wisdom save. Yes, please. A and, thirteen is what uh, they'll what's need. My target? Thirteen. Thirteen. One three. Thank you. <laughs> they rolled a with their modifier. Wow, that cut out right as you said the number, I think. One, three. Are you serious? <laughs> yep. Uh, the adventures of Barnaby Jones continue. Uh, yeah, and then I move over here because fuck it. Next. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate this game. <laughs> D. Um, I would like to cast Sacred Flame at this of bats. Uh, I would like it to make a deck save. A DC of 13. DC 13 dex save. Okay. Where's my bat sheet go? The bat sheet is on the ground. You told us that. (laughs) Thank you. I'm hilarious. You are. Give me one second here. Mm -hmm. About. I'm sorry, you said dex, right? Dex save, please. Of 13. Yes. 
They fail that. Okay, you guys take... Ooh, max damage. Eight points of radiant damage. And and you guys see my little, like, third eye light up again, by the way. Because it's dope when I do that. What you really don't know is that my third eye... My, I have I have a tramp stamp underneath my armor that you can't see that also glows whenever I cast spells. Oh my god. <laughs> um. So I think the swarm is going to attack Coloman uh, as he's the one that managed to hit them. So that's okay. He's the one in melee range that managed to hit them. I, I was going to say. I he points at D and says, "She hit you worse." <laughs> she did, she did, but you're you're the one that's right in front of them. Yes. Uh, so that's a <laughs> column does a six hit. <laughs> and that's six the hit me. A six does not hit you. No, I have an AC of eighteen. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so then it's back around to you, dude. What do you want? I'm gonna switch to um my longsword, I think. Okay. And um that hits. Well that's a nat twenty. Yeah, it is a nat We have our first we have our first critical hit of the game, guys. Hey! Nice. Hey. Oh yeah, my inflict wounds is critical. Roll your damage with your longsword. Oh my damage with my longsword is uh <laughs> That is, shut up, you. (laughs) 1d8 plus 5, because I'm just, I'm not using my shield at any point during this. This is just, this is just me, unarmed. So, that's 1d8 plus 5. What you do is you double your dice. So, you would have 6 plus 7, which is more than enough to deal with this swarm of bats. Ah. Oh, yes. swarm of bats? Coleman's or Coleman's. You guys really is restored. Yep. So you guys uh uh dealt with those guys pretty handily. You know what? I'm I'm standing here already. Uh can I can I glance a little bit more down south? You sure can. All right. What we got over there? Just uh, uh, where I'm, I, I don't necessarily want to leave where I'm standing. I'm just interested to see if I got to see a little bit more. Do, do you are you shining your light down in that direction? How are you doing this? Yeah, I think so. I think that uh, he's going to start from like a corner that he can see, and then follow kind of the like go down or go like a, a like where the like the wall and the floor meet. And he's yep. just kind of getting a sense of where the where the tunnel leads. He's not necessarily just like shining it straight down the tunnel. And what's the range on that bullseye lantern? Ooh, um, well, is it thirty feet bright light and twenty feet dim, depending on where you're pointing it? If I remember right, touch one object that is no larger than ten feet till the spell end. The object sheds bright light in a twenty foot radius and dim light in an additional twenty feet. Uh. Completely covering the object with something opaque blocks the light. Light ends, the spell ends if you cast it again or dismiss, dismiss it as an action. Target an object or its dexterity. I don't care about that. So I think that's essentially a torch, right? Well, a torch so, just casts bright light in, in 30 feet. 
Oh, okay. So it's a little different. Uh, cause I, I, I don't know. I'm, I think, uh, I think I'm going to play. Okay, I'll tell you what, if you want to stealthily inspect the, the tunnel down in front of you, make a stealth roll. I, I dig it. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I do want to just make it very clear that, uh, that plus two. So 12. I don't think that's good enough. <laughs> I think you're, no, that's why. <laughs> Uh, so I will, it'll be a mixed blessing because you'll at least get to see what's going on. I'm not pulling all the fights with my fucking flashlight, am I? I feel like I'm pulling all the fights with my fucking flashlight. I think you are. (laughs) These guys, oh, this isn't quite right. Hold on. So are they all sitting in the dark? No, they were not. Um, but yeah, they notice you at this point, and I need folks to roll for initiative again. God damn it. Excellent. This is God what the game is about. Oh. <laughs> we never had anything in the game. What are you talking about? Barnaby? Yes. I will say I'm going to do this just to uh, get things moving in the right direction. Yeah, man. Uh, I will say that. You see them just a little bit before they spot you. I will give you a surprise round. Ooh, okay. Want to warn your friends or something since they can't uh, see what's going on. So what do I see? Like I, I, I see these tokens, but what, what am I looking at here? So you see a giant ice frog, which pretty much fits the description of what you uh, would think of as a giant ice frog. You see a dwarf that looks bandity. You see a very similar to the other elf bandits that you saw the other day. And you probably think you see one more ice frog behind that bandit. Okay. Or maybe I kind of hear it or something. Uh, Yeah. uh, And they are about to notice me, right? Yes. It's like pretty much. They look up and say, hey, as, as, uh, but as they're standing up, you have, you have time to take a surprise round. Okay, but really, actually, what were they doing? Were they just sitting? Were they sitting around in the no, dark? Okay, I'll, I'll tell you what they were doing. Let me give you this. That's something I owe you. Yeah, I will tell you what they were doing because it is actually kind of interesting. Now that I, I get so caught up in in the uh, nuts and bolts that I forget all the, I forget we're having a mystery here. Uh, so yeah, the slow dripping water from the to a pool in the southwest corner of the cavern. A large wooden bucket with a lid sits near the edge of the pool. A dwarf and two el- a dwarf and an elf, <laughs> bundled in layers of winter clothing, are throwing dead bats into the air. Two giant blue-skinned frogs leap up to snatch the bats midair, seemingly as part of some sort of training session. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's well. Kind of got good news for them. We kind of took care of their bat problem. <laughs> <laughs> that problem that that was their that that was their uh, uh, milk supply. No way, really. Yeah, they're they're tossing dead bats in the air and and seeming to to reward the the frogs and and having a training session with them. Okay. Well, oops. Uh, Barnaby says in a clear voice, uh, "Contact," and he is. Going to, uh, you know, it didn't really work out too good last time, but uh, let's try casting a fun spell called sleep. So uh, I select this point, 
So creatures within 20 feet of this point, uh, that's going to be... Covers everybody, right? Yep. Uh, are going to be affected by magical sleep. And so let me just roll all these big dice here. Oh, really? You're not just going to do it for me? Come on, dude. All right. How many dice do I roll? 5d8. Okay. Roll. 5d8. So, uh, starting with the creature that has the most hit points, uh, I have like 16. It's <sighs> Sleep is weirdly hard to describe how it works. But It starts with the highest and counts down from there, right? Uh, start starting with the creature that has the lowest current hit points. Lowest hit points. points. That makes more sense. So you uh, manage to put one person to sleep. Okay. Um, what icon do I want? The dwarf bandit is asleep. Nice. Okay. Wow. Uh, okay. Then we go to scratches. You just heard Barnaby shout. Uh. 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 Contact. And uh, you probably, what does sleep take? What is it? Is that a verbal? Verbal, somatic, and material. Okay. So, uh, yeah, he, you hear him. You hear him. Magnifying, yeah. He, like, as he's, as he says contact, he waves the, um, uh, the magnifying glass up and up in the air to cast his spell. Uh, and he's also making some gestures with his, with his left hand while, uh, reciting a very short lullaby that takes about six seconds. I am tempted to keep venturing down the, the passage uh, in case it connects up so I can find. <coughs> I feel I feel like this passage here that I'm like here, for example, that I'm just showing you yeah. down here would um, might possibly uh, this might possibly be a, a lake here in the middle or something. So do you go to there? Um, I don't know whether I should come and help Barnaby or whether I should try to sneak around the back. Any? Uh, what, what would your sneaky thief do? I mean, sneaky thief would sneak around the back. See, so <laughs> try to go further down the tunnel. So yeah, yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna go here. Okay, so you go there, and that reveals that. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll use dash. Can I? So, yeah, that could put you... Uh, you could you could get to... You have to go around the corner, so you could get to there-ish if you wanted to. Here? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, you could, no, you could get there. One more forward if you wanted to. Get to there. Yeah. Um, and as you come around that corner, that's going to reveal some more of this area. Yep. You see... That looks like some beds. <laughs> yeah, give me... Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh-oh. Okay, oh, no. and you... Uh, uh, yeah, that's that's what you can do on your turn. Okay. You're up, Colm. Um, uh, Colm is going to move in. I can move 30, so I believe that's right. Five, move 10, there. 25, yep. And um, so this guy here, since you're just seeing this now as you come around the corner, 
This guy here is asleep. Yeah. You've got a froggy boy here, an elfy lady here, and a froggy boy here. The elf, and honestly the dwarf too, are both in very similar garb and armed very similar to the bandits who fought yesterday. I'll, um, Coleman will throw his hand axes at the, uh, at the dwarf. Seems to be the obvious target. Barnaby, if you had anything to say about that, I would let you Yeah, uh, I I think as Coleman is going past, past, he says, uh, focus on the frogs first. (laughs) Okay, well. I'll tell you this. Like a good soldier, he'll do as he's told. If you attack an opponent that's been put to sleep, it wakes him back up. Oh, okay. If you don't attack him, he's going to stay asleep. So. Okay. I thought it just... Uh, I'll feed you their, that. I thought it lowered their armor class or some such thing. I imagine uh, it would, wouldn't it? I mean, yeah. I would auto-hit. Yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking of the old, my old Baldur's Gate days. Mm. Um, or I didn't think they woke up. It's difficult to tell because there was always so much chaos going on. Uh, so that's a roll. That's a d20 plus a... Uh, I'm sorry, you were attacking the elf? No, I'm attacking the ice frog. This guy, okay. Yeah. And I'm just doing it with, with hand axes, which is kind of lame. But, um... Ooh. Um, they're frogs. I, they're not particularly... They're not wearing armor or anything. I don't have... Yeah, but they're made of ice. <laughs> I don't they're have my... Ice. They're just frogs that live in an icy area. Oh, okay. Swamp gator isn't made out of swamp. Maybe it is. You don't know. Yeah, you don't know that. Okay, so then it is a d20 plus five. Uh, yes, it's d20 plus five. Yeah, and it's not a critical, so. Okay, and then I am doing a. Okay, okay, okay. And then my my uh, dueling bonus is only for melee, and it's not. Yes. Melee. So it's three. Five. Five damage. Okay, cool. And uh, I don't think there's a whole lot else you can do with your oh. turn. Uh, D, you've got line of sight on things, so you've been seeing what's going on. You know about what your yeah, opponents are. Uh, so, yeah. Huh. I can get to... I would argue that I could squeeze up against the wall right about here. Yep. And I. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to sacred flame that LP lady. Okay. Uh, deck save. Uh, deck save 13. 13. Yeah. Uh, what is my modifier on that? Swarm of bats. I don't need swarm of bats on this stuff. Oh. Um, Fail. Okay. Two points of radiant damage. Two points of damage. Okay. This time my eye in the middle looks like a little bit of eyeshadow because it wasn't that powerful. It was cool. <laughs> Minus two. Okay. It is... The elf's turn. Uh, 
And 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 can get to you. Oh, hi! Uh, <laughs> gonna go ahead and do a little attacking oh. uh, with their scimitar with a uh, 21 to hit. <laughs> yeah, that hit. God. For... That was a really good roll. Uh, minimum damage of two. Okay. That's their turn. Okay. Ow! Barnaby. Elf Lady has not taken any damage, right? Uh, no, she has taken a very little bit of damage. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to need her to make a wisdom save for me, please. Uh, target 13. I'm calling the dead. It's, I mean. Oh, the That's what I do. Uh, it's cocked. Let me roll again. She fails. Ooh. Excellent. Excellent. She takes this amount of necrotic damage. That number. Wow. Is five. a five. Okay. Okay. Not bad. Pretty good. Uh, our dwarf bandit is asleep. Yeah. Oh, also, nice. fun fact. So, I I got curious. So, his specific condition is unconscious. He drops whatever he's holding, falls prone, uh, mm-hmm. automatically fails strength and dexterity saving throws. Attacks against the creature have advantage. And any attack that hits the creature is a critical hit if the attacker is within five feet. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we I forgot that crude drawing is a is a thing. It's fucking great. Anyway, <laughs> so this guy is going to he's going to go there and attack uh, Coleman. He's going to try to bite you. Oh, that's a uh, uh, 22. That hits. Damn. God damn it. He rolled really well. Or Oh, boy. Six damage. Damn it. Okay. What does that take you down to? Five. Kind of glad I'm carrying a common healing potion. You can't take it if you're dead. Oh. Takes me down to a five. This guy, he's going to go right there. (laughs) Splendorous. And that's about what he's going to do. Scratches. Yes. What would you like to do? Um... Wow, I would say from where you're standing, you did see this ice frog go through this way and, and move up in this direction. All right, let's get that ice frog. You can just get to him with 30 feet of movement. Oh, yeah, perfectly. Murder. All right. Let's, all right. Murder. Show me where. Show me where. Right here? You'll go there. Yeah, go right behind him. Right behind him. Yep. Let's kill that ice frog with the rapier. Okay. Murder eight. All right. Murder time. Here we go. 
Um, roll D20 plus six for rapier. Mm. That hits. Nice. That definitely hits. Wait, where? Oh, wow. I need to scroll down. Yeah, that, that totally hits. All right. So now I got to roll for damage. Yep. And <coughs> damage is uh, for rapier is 1d8 plus four. Murder rape. Murder rape. Plus four. Oh, nice. Damn. Jesus. Ten. How's I'm... that frog doing? That uh that definitely hurt him. Uh that uh he's not terribly interested in, in fighting anymore after that hit. Uh, <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Coloman, what do you want to do? Um I'm wondering if I should uh ingest this healing potion before I take on this um this frog, but I will I will put that to the group. Or if I should just. Uh... Well, uh, so I'll tell you this. Okay. The frog has been hit. It's uh, uh, not looking on death's door or anything. The yeah. elf has been hit a few times yeah. and is not in terribly good shape. Yeah. Neither am I. Neither is Coloman. I am also not in good shape. D, no. what were you thinking about for your turn? That might that might help Coleman make a decision. Um, D is reactionary at the moment. She's waiting to see how people survive. Okay. Okay. Um, so, could we hypothetically flank that frog? Uh, Colm would provoke an attack of opportunity from the elf. Oh, from the elf? Yeah. Even if the elf is engaged with me? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I guess I just tackle, I guess I just tackle the frog. Yeah, do it. Frog wrestling. I guess I just tackle the frog. But if I die on my turn, well, on its turn, I'm going to be real mad. (laughs) I am. The chances of you dying are very slim right now. Yeah, but you know, party sealer standing right next to you. I promise that I will honor your memory by carrying your stuff. Oh, cool! Thanks. I don't have much stuff. I will. I will. I will loot your body. I will loot your body in your honor. Okay, thank you. Okay, um, I am doing. Not with you. I am doing a. I am doing a two-handed strike with the long sword. Nice. Uh, Against the um, so I, I will say though that if you want to do that in combat right now, you need to just drop your shield on the ground. Mm, fuck that though. So, I'm so not gonna, <laughs> gonna, would be in action. I'm not going to do that. Okay, okay. I'm just gonna go uh, uh, with my with my plus five, my regular plus five. So, okay. That 24. Nice. I'm right, that hits. And then we will go and it is a roll 1d8 plus again, I'm confused here. It is a plus 5? Plus 3 for the damage. Do-do-do. 
Um, okay. Yeah, okay. Four, that's more like it. A Four one. Okay. Hold on. So, yeah, you do that, and you could tell that uh, all the fight went out of this frog, too, and he is uh, uh, probably not going to be interested in continuing uh, 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 continuing violence. D, it's your turn. I would like to know. I honestly cannot remember this rule. Mm-hmm. Can you move through an opponent's square? No. Oh. I can. Because you're a halfling. Yeah. Okay. So, that's what I, I was kind of wondering. Can I squeeze between the elf and the frog? No. Okay. Rude. Um. Well, I'm going to. <laughs> reach out and grab the ankle of the elf. And I'm going to attempt to hit them with Inflict Wounds. Okay. Um, Is that a save or a spell attack? Spell attack. Spell attack. A big ol' smack. That's a 17 to hit. That hits. Nice. <laughs> oh, yay, I love this spell. 3D necrotic damage. Uh, ooh, that is 13 points of necrotic damage coming up from her ankle because I'm short. Jesus. Yep. Yes. Nicely done. And like, I, 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 I like look up holding like her dead ankle and I just smile really big. Okay. That's a little spooky. A little bit. It's a bit disturbing. Barnaby? Oh, she's creepy as hell. What is your passive perception? Uh, 12. 12? Okay. Uh, uh, you've been standing back there paying attention to what's going on. Uh, I would say you, uh, you see that the elf is down, the dwarf is asleep, uh, and the, the frogs look ready to flee. Uh, it's your turn. Okay. Uh, I am going to move myself over here to give the frogs plenty of room to run in my direction if they need to, and I'm going to take the dodge action on my turn. Okay. He's asleep. That takes us to the frogs. And yes, the frogs, uh, true to form, make a break for it. So this one is going to leave this away. If you guys is going to leave this away. Uh, if you guys would like to, you're welcome to take attacks of opportunity against it. I most certainly would like to try. Okay. I'm going to swing at it with the mace that I hold in my hand. Okay. I can't wait for this to not work. Because <laughs> <laughs> my, my attack bonus is a minus one. That's a 12. That hits. Oh, I hit. Uh, 1d6 minus 3. Oh, <laughs> I rolled a 6. Uh, that's 3 points of damage. I rolled max damage and I got a 3. Okay. Colm, are you going to try to hit it? Oh, hell yeah. Okay. With my long sword. 17. That hits. And it's a 6. 6 points of damage. Dead. Alright. Okay, this guy tries to leave. Jenny, do you want to try to hit it? Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, let's uh let's let's pull the rapier again. Okay. Murder rape. Yep. Oh nice. That should be enough for a hit, yes. Mm -hmm. And damage. Twenty one, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's not a lot of damage, but probably enough to finish it. Nope. Nope. Shit. He Tough guy. Jumps into the pool. That was a lot. Yeah. And disappears under the water. Lay. Nice. Oh, well. I mean, it's a frog. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, yeah, you guys are out of initiative. You have a sleeping dwarf laying there. Can we overpower the sleeping dwarf? I mean, it's asleep. I would recommend that we try to tie it up. That's what I mean by overpower. Yes, you are correct. Okay. Mm -hmm. I agree with Dee. Let's tie him up. Okay. I'll Do let... we want to ask him any questions, or are we just tying him up? I would say let's tie him up and then decide, and then ask him some questions. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> tie first, ask questions later. Yeah. I guess what questions would we have? Um, who is your daddy and what does he do? Oh my god. <laughs> oh shit, does anyone have rope? I do not have rope. I have hemp rope. Rope. Okay, I think that my questions for the dwarf would be... Who else is here? Where are the things that were taken from? <coughs> oh, it wasn't taken from. Oh, goodness. Help me with the name, someone. Ergon. Ergon, yes. Okay. I think those are the two questions I'd like to ask. Anyone, anyone else got anything? No, I think we can glean. I think we'll uh, just raid the uh, beds and stuff over. I, I, I would like to say that even though I joked about it, I actually meant, like, who is he working for? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think Barnaby, uh, once when once the dwarf is secure, securely fastened, uh, he takes a seat kind of nearby to where... Uh, in fact, he actually... Uh, he goes over to the bucket, is and he, like... Dumps out the bucket. He flips the bucket back over, back over to where the bucket was full is. of dead bats. Just for flavor. Gross. Yeah. Um, and he he puts the bucket down. He sits on the bucket and he uh, kind of just he kind of slaps the the dwarf awake. Hey, hey, hello. I'm trying to cast spare the dying on all the bats. They they're very dead. Oh, I go oh. I cast it again. Oh. Cascade, oh, and yeah, I, I see that a lot. Okay. So yeah, you slap him awake. Uh, uh, he wakes up. He fell asleep at the very beginning. Of so, uh, it's kind of a, a sudden rude awakening for him to uh, see all his companions dead or gone. Hello. Uh, you missed some things. Uh, let me catch you up to speed. My name is Barnaby. Uh, our, my friends and I are interested in finding the location of the things that were taken from... Uh, er, God, er, Ergon. Ergon. Er, the things that were taken from Ergon's house. If you help us, 
you get to live. If you don't, we hurt you a lot. Uh, give me a... Do you want to do intimidation or persuasion? You know, I think this... I mean, it doesn't make a difference for what I'm proficient with, but... Uh, let's see. I do have a plus three to charisma. Boop, boop. Got a 12. Uh, do I get an advantage what? for uh, him waking up and seeing all of his friends dead? Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> he is relatively cowed. I have it's a, a 12. Okay, so the 12 is the better one. Um, you know, he still seems, there's not a lot of honor amongst He's He's more worried about uh, uh, getting out of here in one piece than, than uh, protecting his uh, uh, cohorts. So, yeah, what are you, uh, uh, he seems like he's, he's interested in answering some questions. Excellent. Uh, where are the things that were taken from uh, Ergon's house? Uh, uh, Huli has them in her room. Okay, and uh, that's back that way? It's Yeah, he kind of points... Uh, uh, east. Yeah, he points east and, and then says up around the corner. Okay. Uh, so I'm assuming that Huli is here, right? Yeah. Yes. Does Huli have any friends with them? Uh, Huli and... Uh, the blowfish. Fragrant. <laughs> So it's just uh, Huli and Fragrin that are still here? Fragrin, yes. Fragrin? Yeah. Okay. Uh, is there anything else that we should know while we're on our way to Huli's uh, 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 room? Uh, are there any traps or... Yeah, are there any traps on this place? Things I should, that, that we should step around? There's... Uh, and, and he says, no... And as he says that, you hear another, even super louder uh, uh, frog croak. And he says, well, I guess except for old Croaker. Oh, god damn it. Oh, Croaker. Boss hey! frog. Um, hey, I've got, a, I've got a question. Well, give me one second here. We'll get your question in just a second. Uh, 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 uh. Barnaby, give me a uh, say insight. Insight check. Are you kidding me, man? I got a nine, but I'm very good at it. <laughs> if I wasn't as good as I was, that would be a five. So uh -huh. you just okay. consider that. Okay. Uh, what's what's your question, uh, Scratches? I want to know how you live in here with a bat poop. <laughs> That's your uh, question. <laughs> the life no. of an outlaw isn't always easy. Okay. And you, the the only room that smelled really bad was the one with that swarm of bats. The rest of the cave is not quite as bad. Okay. <laughs> Are you working for someone? Yeah, there you go. Julio. That that's your boss, and yes. they're not working for anybody else. I've, I'm sure she takes her orders from somewhere, but I just work here. All right, let's go see this Hulu. Okay, well, uh, so I didn't catch your name, sir. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, what's a good it's a word? very unusual name. Umda. 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 Okay, so Umda, this is this is how this is going to work. We're going to leave you tied up right here. And if you are still here when we're on our way out, we untie you and you go. And you get to do whatever the hell you want, as long as it doesn't involve us anymore. If oh, well, in, in that case, I, I just remembered something that I forgot. Oh, okay, good. What's that? There, There is a... Uh, uh, Pit trap under one of the bedrolls in the next room. Which one? Okay. Um, I'm sure if you look carefully, you will figure it out. Okay. Um, okay. Well, that was very helpful. Thank you very much. Um. <laughs> You're so nice. <laughs> well, he figured that you guys, he was hoping you'd let him go. Right now? Fuck no. Yeah, no, yeah, no. You Since get, he's going to be tied up and one of you guys is about to fall into that pit trap, he figured he better come clean or else he's going to get his throat slit. Yeah. <sighs> Smart man. Smart man. Does he have a beard? He does. How long is it? Uh, chest length. Okay. I grab him by the beard. <laughs> And I and I and I and I hold my my my, ser- my little like cleric knife like to his beard because he's a dwarf and he likes his beard. I'm like, is there anything else we need to know about before we go in there? No. Okay. You're gonna sit here and you're gonna be very quiet because I'm gonna put something in your mouth. And then when we let and then when we're done, we'll let you go. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm gonna put um the cleanest rag I have in his mouth and I cut off just a little bit of his beard and I put it in my pocket. Oh, okay. That's why I'll say that's for later. Thanks. Uh, she is so strange. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, yeah, she is. Okay, she I have a, quit. I have a question. Um, we're clearly going up against some kind of a uh, boss frog here, and we're also going up against Huli. And um, I'm at five hit points here, so can I consume this healing potion or not? Because you I'm, may. I'm in, I'm in, um, I'm worried that Coleman will not survive another combat. Yeah, I think in my mind, when I suggested that you take it, it's with the understanding that you're taking hits for the party being up front. So that means that when you need to heal, you get healed. Yeah. So, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to go and do that. Can I, can I do that now? You may. Okay, because uh, so you just uh, had to take an action, so... 2, 2d4 plus 2. 2d4 plus 2, yeah, I have that. Okay. Jesus. Reroll uh, that. What? Reroll that. All right, thank you. We're not doing that. There, there, keep that. Thank you. That brings me right back to 11, so okay. Okay. Thank I, you all. Um... While while he started drinking, like I not being the most healing minded, um, <laughs> I am gonna like start moving toward the bedrolls, and I would like to make I'm gonna cast guidance on myself, and I would like to make an investigation check to see if I can find the pit trap and anything else of note in the in the bedrolls. Sure, let me uh, describe that room first, please. Uh, ten empty bedrolls are arranged in a circle center of the cavern. Chicken bones, empty wine bottles, and spirit bottles, and other food waste litter the floor. So, yeah, give me a search. Okay. Um, so we're all just moving oh, over on that's not good. 
Oh, that's I rolled a natural one, but with my modifiers and with guidance, that's a, a five. I don't find anything, y'all. Oh, uh, you find the pit trap because you know you're looking for it. Okay. But I, I well, I pull up, I, I pull over the pit trap. Which one is it under? I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, and then you also find, just because you flipped bedrolls and there's not a lot to, um, I mean, it's not terribly well hidden, uh, you find a, uh, bottle of whiskey that's labeled Bald Dwarf Whiskey. I will take that because I'm a dwarf. Bald Dwarf Whiskey, and I think I like it. Okay, Cam? Yes. From where Coleman is standing, um... With his uh, 60 feet of dark vision, can I see up in that northeastern Yes, corner? you can. Let me reveal that. Would, Thank you. Would Dwarvish Whiskey be spelled E-Y or just Y? Y. Ooh, that looks like more water. Hmm. So are we going that way? Yep. Uh, I'm, sh- I'm shielding up and uh, longsorting. Um, I'm drawing my beard. I will gladly lead the way. So yeah, do this for me. Arrange yourselves the way you want to be arranged at the edge of the pool. That's a good marching order. Look at that. Beauteous. There you go. I think we should be there by there. Uh, yeah, no, let's go this way. I'll go first. Okay. Big ass frog. Uh, water dripping down from the stalactites fills the pool uh, that completely covers the floor of this cavern. Um, and yeah, as you guys are there, why don't, uh, Coleman and Scratches, you guys are up front, give me, why don't the two of you give me perception checks? Oh, what the hell is 21. this? 21! Okay. <laughs> I perceive. Okay. I bet it was the I bet My it was the eyes fear. Are it was with the fear last night. That's why I'm not perceiving anything. I'm hungover. So yeah, uh, Coleman, especially with your, uh, I'd say you all hear another big croak that kind of darn near rattles the whole cavern. Jeez, Coleman, you see uh, uh, some big ripples uh, spreading out from the middle of the water. And awesome. Then two eyes pop up in the middle of the water. Oh, big ripples. Oh, no. That's not as awesome. And then a giant oh. head pops out of the water. Oh, no. And oh, then you God. see. Oh, dear. This wow. guy floats to the surface. Oh. A big boy. It's a big ass frog. He's a big boy. Now, he doesn't. <sighs> Give me, uh, I'll say even with, with your perception check, I'll just give this one. Uh, he's, he's not uh, uh, necessarily uh, moving to engage, but he's also uh, not very happy that you're there. So you don't have to roll initiative yet. We haven't, but, and everybody sees this at this point. Hmm. I don't have a smart way around the frog. Do you have a magic way around the frog? Nope, I don't. Can I jump over the frog? You can certainly try. Um, 
on the way I've been rolling tonight. Good grief. Um, Someone could also certainly try. Um, I'll give you one more bit of information that, that you got from uh, uh, Mbop. Yeah. Um, he, he did tell you that uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Julio has uh, uh, trained Old Croker to uh, ferry them across this pond. Um, okay. Um, I would like to try and make an animal handling check. Okay. So I will, like, in my very nerdy way, push my way up to Hirish. Okay. And I would like, like, to look as uh, confident but not threatening as possible. Okay. And say, hello, old croaker. Would you please help us across? And he blinks at you with one eye and then the other. And give me an animal handling check. <laughs> <laughs> can I cast guidance on myself? Um, I should have said that sooner. Can you cast guidance on yourself? Yes, you can, all you the can. time. Okay, yeah. yes, you can cast guidance on yourself, and, you know, you got a whole lot of compatriots standing around, too. Yeah? That's one of them for help, if you wanted to. Oh, I, I could, but... I... Yeah. Um, oof. Uh, it was a nine. Nope. No, 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 hold on. Um... <laughs> Because I, I, that was where I rolled plus three is twelve plus three is fifteen. Okay, you make it. <laughs> um, yep, he says ribbit, and he very slowly. Oh, I still have dead bat like residue on my hand. But very uh, uh, surely. Uh huh. Starts moving towards you guys. Uh huh. Why can I not grab him? Because I'm on the wrong layer, that's why. I should have brought some dead bats. <laughs> he moves to there. Broke. He moves to there. Broke. Uh-huh. He moves to there. Croak. I hold out <laughs> my hand to, to see if he wants to sniff my hand or something. Uh, He reaches out and licks your hand and licks the entire front of your torso and face in the process. Yeah. Give me a uh, con save. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a 13. A 13. Uh, uh, this makes you uh, dry heat and you have uh, frog slobber like up your nose. <laughs> and it's Frickin' disgusting, but you managed to to not vomit. I can't wait to write about this later. And uh, yeah, with that, uh, uh, the frog turns around and uh, crouches down and looks back at you guys. Uh, uh, he's looking like he's expecting you to climb onto his back. I will, and I give him a little scr scratch behind what I think is his ear. Okay, does everybody hop on? Yep. yep, I'm hopping on. Hold on. Okay. Onward, Croker! <laughs> hopping on. <laughs> and he ferries you to there. You guys are all still on his back. I am like, like I, I'm holding my mace like in the air, like a sword, like gesturing mm -hmm. forward, like it's my steed. <laughs> and yeah, I would George say. Washington. 
crossing the Delaware. Yes. I would say yeah. that I am going to offer him some of my, like, uh, a bit of my rations at, when we get to the other side to say thank you. And I give him okay. another script behind the ear. Well, you get to the other side. And do you have any sort of, how are you seeing right now? Uh, I believe I have dark vision. Okay. You come around the corner and you see uh, who you assume is Halil, um, who looks very much like her sister. Oh. Um, <clears throat> the sister was the was the sick dwarf lady, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, Raygrin. And you can see that they are uh, uh, having having heard Croker moving through the water. Uh-huh. They are currently getting up and grabbing their armor mitts to see what's going on. I see them grabbing their stuff. Yeah, they're they're definitely getting ready to uh, come see what's going on uh, with swords. I would say, hey, Julio, we come from your sister. Give me a deception check. We did come from her sister. But, I mean, does it really matter for me? No. <sighs> yeah, give me a persuasion check. Okay, either one. I was going to say, my deception's pretty high. <laughs> uh, 14. Actually, actually, no, it isn't. Never mind. A warm rush of heat comes from a massive fire burning in the center of the cavern. It's smoke venting up through a narrow stone chimney. Uh, The flames illuminate a rough painting of a five-headed dragon that dominates the north wall. That's not good. That's not good. A bedroll is spread out beneath the mural. Near the crackling blaze, a dwarf bundled in heavy cloaks uh, sits on a stone chest besides an elf whose face is covered in dragon tattoos. The dwarf's face is streaked with pulsing blue veins. Um, yeah, and she's as uh, uh, she is sitting there, but she's she's arming herself as she gets up. Um, let me see here. I'm assuming you. What was your what was your charisma check? Uh, it was um, fourteen. I think I said it was. Yeah. Okay. That actually uh, succeeds. <laughs> So uh, if she's not, I would hop down off of. Yeah. I would, and I'm I'm chucking him the rational like I said I would. Hands up, like like I said, we came from your sister. Um, may we approach? Uh, uh, and she she waves you guys in. Okay. Um, as I'm walking in and I see this this uh painting of the five headed dragon. Um, I I mean I I Katie knows what it is. I'm pretty sure that that D does. May I'm I pretty sure a, D does. Yeah. So I know that that's that's. The, the scale tyrant. Um, that's the that's the uh, Exandrian version of Tiamat. Yeah. Okay. I was I was like. Tiamat I forget of D and D now. Yeah. Uh, they had to do like alternate names for a little mm-hmm. while. Um, oh yeah. What I, huh. what I recognize um, the tattoos on the other's face are they are they like. Religion, religious iconography that is related to Tiamat. I would say you would guess so, but you wouldn't know for sure without taking a, a closer. Okay. Like you'd probably have to sit in front of them and look at in a way that they're not going too keen on right now. That's fine. Okay, then if I, if they wave me forward, I would approach. Okay. Uh, yeah, you guys, you guys can approach. Uh, you uh, all recognize uh, the the blue streaks on Julio's uh, face. Yeah. 
as as being the same uh, disease that uh, uh, has a, a been afflicting town. Okay. Um, I would say uh, you you appear to be suffering the same affliction as your sister. Are you are you feeling well at the moment? Do I look well? No, you don't. <laughs> um, is there anything? I mean, and, and I, I look at Barn or at Barnaby, and I'm like, is there anything we can do to help? <laughs> Barnaby kind of like looks back at at Dee with an expression of, I have no idea. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. We were worried uh, from one dwarf to another. We were worried about uh, your, you and your sister's well-being. So we thought we would come and check things out. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, at this point, like, I, I, I am a cleric. May I examine you? Mm. Okay. I'm, I'm just gonna bullshit my way through a medicine check. See if I see anything. Um. 20, non-natural. It looks the same as... Is there... A, 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 okay. Okay. Um, I, and I, I start, like, jotting things down in my notebook about the things that there are, and I'm very clearly distracted by the medical diagnosis right now. Um, we could ask her if she's in possession of uh, any of the items from Isilcross. We believe that they're... Um, we believe that they're the cause of the affliction. Uh, I tend to think you're right. I think it was one of those blue vials that I got. Blue, blue vial. vial. <laughs> I stopped writing and I look up. Are you still in possession of the blue vials? Uh, I, I used one on this chest here, and she points to the stone chest. Um, and the other I sold to Irvin Lyle. You used it on the chest? Yeah. To open it? No. How did... To trap the chest. Oh. Oh. Okay. What what you what you have in there must be very important if you wanted to, you know, use such a precious artifact to protect it. It is. Okay. And I I I switch my attention over to Raygrin and do they as well? Uh, no, they do not. I'm concerned about this illness spreading uh, uh, to other people. How many other, uh, like, uh, do you have all of the artifacts here with the exception of the other blue vial? She gestures towards the, the chest. Oh, okay. So all of the artifacts from Isilcross are contained in this chest? Uh, with the exception of the two blue one. vials, one of them which booby trapped the chest, and one of them which has been sold to uh, Irvin Lyle. Do we know who this? No. Where might we find this Irvin? At the Jolly Jolly Dwarf Inn, the the only the only game in town. Wait, is that the innkeeper? No. Okay. All right. So Irving Berlin is at the Irvin Lyle. No, it's Irving Berlin. Irving Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> the piano player in the bar. Yeah, I mean, we've met Errol Flynn. We've met Irving Berlin. We've met Umbop and Hansen. Oh, that's nice. great. <laughs> okay. Um, what, what, what's your plan? With, 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 you know, I mean, you're, have we, 
What 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 what's your plan to deal with this? I'm heading to Shady Creek Run to see if I can trade these goods for a cure. Oh, do you have a buyer already? Uh, nothing lined up yet. I don't think uh, I don't think you're going to be able to uh, trade your trade your way into a cure. Well, I think the only solution here is to is to take these artifacts and return them to Isel. I will make you a deal. I represent the Cobalt Soul. We have quite a bit of knowledge and influence uh, at, our, at our disposal. If you would be willing mm-hmm. to provide, like to surrender these artifacts into my possession, I could request that the that the uh, full resources of, of the soul be uh, geared toward helping you find a cure. Give me another persuasion check. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to need somebody to do it because I rolled a seven. You rolled a seven. Um, what is that? What are we rolling for? Persuasion. Persuasion. I was trying to convince them to, to, to give me the artifacts and I will have my, my monastic order help them out. Okay, well, I've got a plus five persuasion. You want me to give it a go? I would not argue because I'm not very persuasive at the moment. Go ahead, guys, but remember, I'm not going to let All everybody just keep taking turns on this kind of stuff. Okay, well, um, I will say, um, you know, uh, he is very good at, at, at cures. I've, I've, uh, I've seen her heal people. Or something like that. I don't know. Uh, if you would like to, Jenny, if you would rather try something other than persuasion, if you'd strong arm your way into it, I think your modifiers are the same on on uh, dis, uh, intimidation too. But whatever no. you'd like to try, you don't no, have to. Intimidation do is only plus one. Okay. Persuasion is my uh, yeah. Persuasion's my best one. Watch, watch. I'll get like a one. Well, shit. Sure. I'm sorry. Right. Let's see here. Twelve. Twelve? Uh-huh. Shit. Let me see. I don't think that's... Yeah, that's not going to be enough to get her to to convince you. Okay. I'm out of... I'm, that's, that's me done. <laughs> I'm just happy that I made it... I was able to get us in the room without fighting right away. So <laughs> I shot my shot. Yeah, here's, here's what you know. You know that uh, Julio believes the disease is called frigid woe. Okay. You know it. She believes it to have originated from these two vials of uh, blue substance, one of which she used to booby trap this chest that she's sitting by. Uh, the other of which she sold to Irvin Lyle. Do you think your sister got it from when you booby trapped this chest? No. I think she got it. There was a crack in one of the vials. How many total vials were there? Two. Just two. And so, the, and you sold the one with the crack. I'm trying to figure out if, like, the um. We're doing epidemiology. Yeah. <laughs> she did not sell. The, she used the one with the crack to booby trap the. Okay, because I'm trying to figure out if I mean if if it's biological at this point. If somebody's using this to like to assassinate people in the city or in the town. Think about who has come down with. It's looking, it looks, it's looking like accidental poisoning to me. 
Okay, so the shopkeeper, the uh, the sister, and uh, uh, Paragon who found it in the first place. So I think it's just so there, careless, careless handling of these goods. Okay, it's just careless handling of this cracked vial. Okay, so we don't think it's spreading naturally. It's because of the handling of the. Okay. Yes, and one vial has been used on this chest, and the other is in possession of Irving Bruin. Yeah. Well, maybe we um. Maybe we need to track down this Irving line. And convince him to part with uh, the vial. Potentially. Do they do they know his intentions for the vial? Uh, they know he is a um, he's a merchant. So he he trades back and forth. So we've got to intercept that vial. I don't yep. trust it getting out of here for sure. Um, I also know, and I mean, the uh, historical significance of the artifacts in that chest are is it, it, it's huge, like real big deal. And yeah. your your resident book nerd is frothing at the mouth. I think we should go and track down this Irvin Lyle, and then uh, come back here and. Uh, Maybe have a more persuasive argument. They'll be get gone. Our hands on all of these. You think they'll be gone? Yes. Oh, well, you know me. My only other option is to kill them, but I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to. I don't want to get involved in in violence here. I don't think it's necessary. I'm hoping it's not necessary, but I don't know what we can do. We've tried, tried persuasion. The only other option is intimidation, and my intimidation's not that great. Fuck it, I cast command. Yeah, nice. I cast on on Halil. Okay. And um, I'm gonna say forfeit. I'll tell you what. Roll for initiative. Just yeah. you. Just yep. me. Right now. <laughs> Okay. Natural 20. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll see. Well, I suppose I should. Yeah. Okay. This is my last spell slot for the day, y'all. Uh, she passes and... <laughs> Sorry, guys. Ragrin does not like that at all. No, that's fair. Uh, and actually, guys, we're gonna have to put up. It's nine forty-five. Yeah. So we're gonna start. We're gonna. Reagan doesn't like this at all. So we're gonna start this off next session with an ass kicking. Yep. Awesome. Cool. <laughs> I, I, I was really hoping I'd get lucky there, guys. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, oh. Scott, no. okay. We'll just leave this at. Uh, uh, and draws his longsword. Perfect. We will roll initiative next time. Thank you.